Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. Another week, another gorilla-sized project problem. Uh, I'm Pete Wright. I'm sitting here with Jay Christensen. Good morning, Hi, Pete. Jay. How are you doing? And Rob Bremer. Hi, Pete. It's good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Thank you for sitting down. The problem this week uh, is is one that uh, that we see on, on uh, many projects. This comes up quite often in the training uh, on our problem cards. Customer is not involved in the definition activities on the project, in project definition. Uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit for us, Jay? Yeah. Uh, what happens is, is that in many cases the project assignment is made or transferred from a function manager or sponsor uh, to the project manager. And then the project manager begins planning, uh, begins the planning process without involving the customer. They are relying on their understanding of what the uh, project assignment is. And they absolutely must first identify who is the customer and second, to seek out opportunities to interview those customers and clients and get from them their perspective on the needs that they are trying to address with this particular problem. I want to make sure I understand that. So you're saying a project manager inherits a project and doesn't know who the customer is? Correct. Or uh, they are not knowing who the entire customer base is. Sometimes they have a limited view of who the customer truly is. Uh, they may think that um, they are working on this project for one or two, maybe three departments. In fact, there are six departments that are involved in this project, and the, co- and the project manager has limited visibility of those other departments' involvement. This is one of the purposes of the research phase, and that is to first do a methodical identification of who the customer is, what are their needs, and then to match or to develop deliverables that will address the specific needs of the customer. Once that this has been accomplished, the project manager or the person managing the research phase should present the results to the organization, um, I wouldn't necessarily say at large, but to a broad enough audience to get confirmation that all of the customers has, have been identified and interviewed in the definition of the project requirement. I think Jay is absolutely correct on that. From experience, two areas that I've seen this be a problem are when the project manager is dealing with, A, an international company, and they are working with uh, uh, perhaps a local company uh, environment and not fully understanding how it's integrated into the whole international scheme. And the other one is uh, inside uh, one country where a a company has a parent company. And so, in effect, they're working perhaps for a division, and that is their direct client contact, and yet there are subordinate, the client is subordinate to this larger client uh, that is going to be exposed to the completed work. And um, uh, that's true also and causes problems because if we're in an international environment, there are communication barriers uh, that dissuade the project manager from interviewing the people in those international environments and getting from them their, their requirements for the project. And also sometimes the project manager uh, and the team are reluctant to involve the people that should be involved because they see that the scope could grow exponentially as a result of getting these additional departments involved. 
And the problem of it is, is that if, if you don't identify now what the scope is, you're going to be surprised later uh, because these people are at some point going to be able to get themselves heard and that will cause a, a um, incremental expansion of scope or um, a scope explosion sometime during the life of the implementation phase of the project. Jay, I'm, I'm curious to know from what you just described, uh, is there ever a time when the project manager should uh, throw a flag on the playing field, so to speak, and say, wait a minute, everybody, uh, we need to sit down and, and reassess? Uh, well, um, that flag is thrown down uh, ideally at the end of the profile development. Because if we have collected a complete list of um, deliverables or needs of the customer, it's at that point then that we can negotiate where the cut line is, so to speak, for the scope of the project. Uh, I think that it's better to look broad first and then cut back based on the available resources and the time uh, to do the project. Uh, because if we don't look broad first, uh, we'll likely find ourselves uh, dealing with um, scope pressure later in the project and uh, team members may not respond to that scope pressure properly and what I mean by that is they may not initiate a change request at that point and agree to do the project uh, uh, the added requirement which causes scope avalanche at that point. So we're asking, what we're saying here is we're asking project managers again to play that critical ownership role both up and down the, the functional and project uh, hierarchy. Uh, to really take ownership of a customer relationship uh, that they may not be comfortable doing or organizationally have historical precedence of doing. Exactly, exactly. And um, I'd like to add that in some cases there is a beneficial effect of having assigned to the project team a marketing analyst or a business analyst or some other ombudsman, so to speak, uh, to interface between the project team and the customer group. Because sometimes uh, the person that's managing the project is more comfortable in the technical area and not as comfortable in the customer area. And this liaison person can help represent or reinforce or help define the needs of the customer more thoroughly. Excellent. Thank you so much for the discussion today, uh, gentlemen. This has been Ask Cadence. Visit us on the web at www.cadencemc.com. And until next week, we wish you all the greatest project success.